thank you to both of you for taking the time to sit down. Um, before we jump in, uh, do you want to just do a very quick introduction, both of you, since uh, people who are listening uh, can know who's talking? Sure. Uh, I'm Katie Tiedrick. Uh, I make a webcomic called Awkward Zombie. It's about video games. And I just realized uh, yesterday that I've been doing it for 15 years, apparently, which is very strange. Thank you. Uh, and by day, uh, I am a mechanical engineer and I work in uh, the space flight industry. And I'm Norn Hester. Um, I am married to uh, the artist that does Awkward Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> um, turns out she's been doing it for like 15 years now, which is kind of wild. That's weird. Sounds Whoa. fake. Sounds fake. Um, and by day, uh, I work in uh, healthcare IT. Now, um, I have been using this podcast to just kind of like get to know people that I think seem like, you know, seem like cool, chill folk. Oh, so wow. just to just just to jump in first, uh, something I always kind of am wondering is what are, you know, when you have downtime, if you have downtime, what is it what do you like to do uh hobby wise like what, what what takes up your free time i mean uh we we both are are big old video video game fans um mm -hmm. that's that's pretty much my go-to for downtime um okay i'm i am trying very hard at this point in my life to not uh make everything i do a side hustle <laughs> And I'm kind <laughs> sure. of failing on that with video games because that one always said it has the side goal of like, well, maybe I can get some comics out of this. Uh, so when I'm not doing that, I, I enjoy bird watching and hiking and uh, things of that sort of nature, looking at animals and critters. <laughs> and how about you, Norn? Uh, I mean, like she said, video games is the big one. Um, I am very much into like building models. Um, so uh, I know you're a, you're a big um, Gundam fan. Or at least I think I know that. Um, so I've been doing that. Um, I just got the new Mario Lego set, which is like the giant. Oh, it's absurd. Ah. It rules. It's so fun to just build. I felt like a Did kid you again. finish it? No, I am. Spa I could have by now, but I'm spacing it out. So I don't just finish it in one setting. Because I enjoy uh, the basically, process of building it. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. I did the opposite of what you did and built it in, one, in the night I got it. Like, I got it. <laughs> Um, it was like, God, I think maybe midnight or something. Cause I like, I got it and then I had to go out to a friend's and then I was like, I was dying to build it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to start <laughs> No it. sleep. I'll, I'll start it. And then I was like 4am I was like, okay, I'm done. Uh, it's so cool. I love it. It's really good. I don't know if you got, did you get the, uh, Lego NES with the TV? No, I have that. I've had that in my like Amazon saved for later part for <laughs> it's months now. It's also a phenomenal set. Um, like I, I don't know if you know, like the the TV like scrolls through the level and stuff. Oh and... yeah, I saw that. That's that's really cool. <sighs> it's I gotta wonderful. say, I really like this question block set just because of the um the representation of all the characters. Like they they yes. really, I love that they did not attempt to be on model. It's like Mario's <laughs> yeah. like three blocks with, and one of them has a mustache on it, and otherwise he's just colors and shapes. I mean, I it's, love it's, that. It's just true to the original game. I I suppose so. It's, it it's reminds a me, Mario. Yeah, it reminds me of how I used to play back before, you know, these kids these days are blessed with all these on-model, like, Mario oh, things that talk. Yeah, like, Injection-molded shapes representative yeah. of what they're supposed to be. Exactly. I was using Duplos, if you're familiar with Duplos, <laughs> and making, like, my own almost, like, pixel versions of, you know, the original Super Mario Brothers. Like, Absolutely. Like a Goomba out of, like... 
uh, red, white, and blue, because that's what it looked like back then. And yeah. Like, yeah, like a little pixel Mario. That's what... That's what I we had to grow up with, you, <laughs> you kids. Not we, this we refrigerator Mario that has a computer chip. Exactly. Um, so the, I mean, it actually. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. So one of the things that I do like about this set is it it kind of reminds me of the sets that I built as a kid, which were the the weird like gear. Uh, what, what was it? It was the stuff that like had actual gear trains and stuff, and was more like, mechanical. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, those yeah, were great. Yeah, yeah. So I love that this is a combination of that kind of like really interesting Lego mechanisms that I've never really seen used before. Plus, it actually looks like something cool. Yeah, yeah. Technic for me. By the way, I'm a huge Lego nerd. So if we <laughs> if we go down this if we go down this hole, it's a dangerous route. But, uh, for me, it's a kid. Technic, I was kind of a little bit too much of a dum-dum as a kid for Technic. <laughs> <laughs> I was always intimidated by it. Um, but what I appreciate about the uh, the question block set is that uh, it makes you feel like you're building one of those, like you said, because it, it's so cool, the, me the mechanisms and how it opens up and unfolds. Uh, but it's still accessible to someone like me who can follow, <laughs> just follow the directions and it's not too complicated. The, um, the, the, whenever you do get the chance, the NES with the TV, that has some pretty awesome, like complicated, like, like the whole cranking and it's like a whole, almost like a panel. How do I describe it? I'm talking to like a fucking mechanical engineer right now. Like, it's not like, like a gibbering moron. Uh -huh, but it's go like, on, go it, on. It's like these these columns and they go out in a whoop. But uh, yeah, it's it's really really cool. Um, I don't know if you it was the uh, Mario block like the exception to, or do you have other Legos or what? What's your? It was. Um, it was kind of what like reignited the Lego love in me. I hadn't mm. done a Lego set in a pretty long. I had done the architecture ones, which are a, also pretty you fun. You had the, the big Saturn V rocket. Yeah, the, well, the Saturn V rocket that was a couple of years ago, but yeah, that was the other one that I really like. Um, mm. I I feel like um, for me at least, I'm a little like I don't want to say turned off, but but I I kind of rue that most Lego sets these days are are like it's it's Star Wars. Or, mm. or it's you know it's a it's Ninjago or it's a brand stuff and and yeah. I guess Nintendo is is the exception for me for, because I actually am a Nintendo fan and that yeah, stuff sure. is it's like oh yeah it's that but it's for me this time. I definitely agree with you. Like I do miss like classic like pirates. You know yeah like, exactly. There's just some they, neat stuff. Yeah, they did do a great set uh, where it was basically a big pirate ship. But there were two versions. You could have the pirate ship. I, I have this set, actually, where uh, default... Actually, default is, like, one version is it's a pirate ship. But then you can also build it as it's the pirate ship converted into a fortress on a deserted island. Oh, yeah, uh, I remember that one. My friend yeah. had that. I didn't. It's a really great set. So, like, what's kind of nice is, while I agree it's a little... Because I'm not, like, a big Star Wars fan. I'm not, like... I watch the Marvel movies, but I'm not, like, oh, man, Marvel's my thing. I got to get the Marvel sets. So there's... You know, I, I'll go to the... I was at the Lego store not that long ago with a friend. Oh, nice. And I was like, God, it, it must be nice to be a Star Wars diehard fan. Right? Because there's the so world, much for you. The there's world so is much for out you. there. <laughs> yeah. Everything. It's like, I would love if... Like, I'm a big anime fan, so it's like, my dream would be like, I don't know, One Piece. If it was like, if One Piece had all these Lego a one sets. Put, a like, One Piece Crock-Pot, or a One Piece Roomba, or like all yeah. this random stuff that's got Star Wars branding. I mean, what are you going to do with one Lego? <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Still one piece um, set. Shut up. Oh <laughs> come on. Sorry. Come on. All right. Well, it was nice having you on. Uh, <laughs> thank right. you for being on. Yeah. Sorry um, for no, wasting your I time. Mean, I, I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, what 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 has been nice is there have been like in recent years, and not just recent years, maybe like the past I don't know five or ten years really awesome adult focused ones like that capture the spirit i think of like you know the original classic stuff like i don't know if you've seen the um the haunted uh it's basically the haunted not the haunted mansion the tower of terror uh Ooh. set uh, have you seen this are, no, are you familiar with the tower of terror ride from disneyland i am no. familiar with it. I'm, it I'm one of those those poor people who are that who are like poor children who were never able to go to Disneyland or Disney World. That's so, so like, tragic. I have to experience it through like YouTube videos of like <laughs> old Disneyland rides that got shut down or whatever. Um well uh if you ever have you been to have you so you haven't been to either park? I haven't, no. I went to, mm, I went I see. to Disneyland when I was eight, I think. And Disney World yeah. when I was thirteen. But I haven't been since mm. Um, well, if you're ever out here and would like a guide, I will say, uh, no joke, I... Will you uh, take us to Disneyland, someone? I'm an extremely good Disneyland guide. Oh my goodness. Uh, I know that, I know both parks like the back of my hand, and whenever people have visited, like friends have visited, uh, I have made it the most maximum version of whatever they want. I am so excited to experience a magical world with you. I don't know, can I I handle maximum Disney? You're it, going well, that's to. the thing. It's like it's like it's what you want, right? Like some people <laughs> really want all the rides, right? So it's like, okay, I'll make that happen. But if you're not necessarily like, I gotta do everything, gotta rush around, you know, we can cater the experience to you. Like, really, I should be paid to do this. I, uh, Someone, uh, will you introduce guy. us to Sora? <laughs> if oh, I would. I th- think Sora was at like one Halloween event once. Wow! In the, in the history of Disneyland. I'm- I'm surprised, um, I gotta say. I think it was, or, or it might not have been Sora. It might have been Kingdom Hearts, Goofy, and Donald. I think that's okay. what it was. Um, <laughs> they got the like, regular suit, and they just put a wizard hat on Donald and some goggles on Goofy. Yeah. That's Kingdom Hearts. You know, I, I think this whole conversation is just going to be me linking you pictures in Discord. But let me see if I can find uh, the... Because, yeah, it was... They very rarely ever reference kingdom hearts in the parks uh i we did find one time like a pin which was kind of nuts uh but there was oh here here it is uh it's pretty cool it's you know uh here is a picture of the uh the it, it was at some vip okay. event oh, i love it uh <laughs> it was re- like actually really well done um but Goofy just looks done with it <laughs> <laughs> he's That's had a long day to... he wants to lie down yeah, yeah. Uh, and going back to Lego, this is the haunted house I was talking about, where basically oh, it's snap. a full, it's a full working, like, Tower of Terror, where, like, uh, you crank it, and this, like, the ride goes, the elevator goes up on its, like, as you crank it, and then it does a free fall on its own. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's, and, uh, for those of you Lego nerds listening, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of references to the Adventurers set, um, which I grew up with, uh, like which was like which was basically their Indiana Jones before they got actual Indiana Jones licenses. <laughs> um, this was probably like early '90s, mid '90s, but nice. um, yeah. 
I, uh, I had a I had a ton of sets as a kid, but I was one of those kids that just like threw them threw all of the Legos together into a single giant bin. Yep. like like an insane person and it got to the point where like okay well i can never rebuild anything again so i just like make the well and that's what happened with a lot of people but then, yeah, but then you then you end up with a huge bin of legos and it's just like i can do anything but the problem is i'm not creative that would uh, work really well for you mm. so i'll like i'll build I... like a box <laughs> <laughs> i would always build a big fortresses like i was yes. that kid where i was like i'm gonna build a fortress and get all the weapons and and then my friends make their fortresses like that kind of thing uh, and i yeah i was like you all my lego sets ended up uh in a inevitably in one giant jumble pile um i, I always put yeah. mine in individual ziploc baggies by set so that i'd be able to nor shaking his head <laughs> very different people very different people wow um, and so you would disassemble them and put them back in bags. Like, well, I mean, usually yeah. I just keep them as the set, and then sure. you know, it's like I've got I've got my my jeep or or little house set or whatever on the shelf until a cat inevitably knocks it down, and then it breaks into forty pieces, and those go into the Ziploc bag. Now, did either of you have a favorite set ever from childhood? Oh boy! Oh, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be a big hypocrite hypocrite because it was a branded one <laughs> um but Ooh, it was one? it was a um a jurassic park set but it was like jurassic park the movie so it had Ooh. like a camera guy on a jig and like a boom mic and like a little a, a t-rex i i'm oh Wait, man i haven't thought the, about the... this in like years and it just came back to me are what we talking that? about the lego movies brand where it's I like guess it, it might have been I think yeah, I I know what you're, and you could make like it was like a film's actual film set, right? I d I no, I don't. You mean like with a working camera? No, no, no. I mean like well, actually, kind of. Basically, <laughs> oh, geez, there was I don't know. there what was, was a doing? uh there was a set in like I think this was maybe I want to say nineties, like where you could actually film it with a very shitty camera. Um, <laughs> Like Lego move. Let me let me find it. Maybe maybe I can find the set for you. Oh man, uh, maybe it was. What, you, was it specifically Jurassic Park, or I was think it, it like was, cause there was Jurassic a Park esque? There was definitely a Jeep mm. and a T Rex, and that feels very Jurassic Park. But it could have been, you know, Cretaceous land. Because <laughs> Jurassic Park, uh, that was a thing later. I don't know what. Do you remember roughly what year-ish oh, this would have been? Um, well, it would have been... Hmm, I'm going to say late 90s. That sounds familiar. Okay. It could have been early then, 2000s. Then Everything I before 2000s a blur for me. Yeah. <laughs> Everything before 2010 is a blur for me. I think I found it. Because, yeah, I think it was the Lego Studios. God, I'm such a nerd. Lego Studios. Was it this? Oh, my gosh. No? I think that was it. Yeah. Oh yes, my god, and it's, it's signed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, oh but this my isn't, goodness. So it's not Jurassic Park. This was before they got that license. But okay, it was so a it's Steven, like, oh, wow. clo it's, the closest thing to it, right? Steven Spielberg <laughs> approved. film set. Yeah. Um, With a dinosaur. Okay, that's adorable. Yeah, yeah I, was this, a, I was a big dinosaur kid um, to the point mm. where, where I asked my parents, you know, to let me watch Jurassic Park with them on TV, you know, when I was way too young for it. Yeah. Um, and it was the first scary thing I had ever seen on TV, and it gave me nightmares for like oh, probably a decade or so. <laughs> so uh, I've been a I've been a Jurassic Park fan for uh, 
I guess I started out being very afraid of Jurassic Park, but still being a fan. And now I'm a big Jurassic Park fan who's only a little bit afraid of it. Mm. I mean, that's the right amount of afraid to be. It keeps you ready yeah. for whatever's going to come. It, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. You have to have a little bit of fear with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this Lego Studios thing, you, if you see on the box, there's that, that little camera. So you could actually, I never owned this, but I knew about it because of Lego Magazine. Like you, could, you could, you could film it and then I think put it on your computer and make little <laughs> movies. Like, I don't know if it came with this set specifically, but yes. This, I, I, I was like, been, okay. I might have been too young and stupid to like have figured that part out. I might have just been playing with the dinosaur. <laughs> that or it might not, it might not, yeah, might not have even been included with that particular set. Uh, kind of like how the Mario sets these days. If you want the Mario, you got to get the one set. Otherwise, ah, it's not in like it's just a barren Mario-less wasteland. Pretty much <laughs> sad. And Norin, you hear a link to Life on Mars. I yes. do remember this. Oh, yes. that's a good one. I love the gimmicky yeah. ones. This one has the the little like tube where you like you smack down. It's just on a pneumatic plunger. Yeah, yeah. And just launches the Legos. I love that. I love that oh, one. That's yeah. cool. That was that was I a good one for launching stuff down the stairs. Hmm? <laughs> that was really good for launching stuff down the stairs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, I owned the mechs of this set, but I never owned this particular one. But so these these would shoot the little guys out. It would. So it was like there were different pods that you could shoot them to. If I remember correctly, there's like different pods. So they would start at one end, and then you could like mm. switch around where they end up. I could be totally wrong about that. No, it's I, been yeah. All I remember is like twenty years. Yeah, jeez. I remember there I was, was the, like the base, and then tubes, and just. Just hit the thing as hard as you can. And pneumatics happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was obsessed with the aliens in this because I loved yes. how they looked. Like, they reminded me of, like, later, or not later, probably around that same time, the, the Star Wars battle droids kind of had a similar kind of, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. ...frame, uh, and I, I thought they were really cool. Um, now, as much as I would love to talk about Lego for the entire time uh, and, and could. And honestly, my editor is listening to this like, please do, because he loves Lego. I, and I think, he had, I think he had a heart attack when I uh, brought up Disneyland because he was like, is he going to fucking talk about Disneyland? Because <laughs> <laughs> whenever uh, he probably, as soon as you guys were like, oh yeah, we were not that big on Disneyland. I can, I can already feel his sigh of relief. Huh. This, of like, Thank God. <laughs> and probably the now, some listeners too. How many too, episodes like, of your podcast God. are primarily about Disney World? <laughs> There's a good chunk of them for, for, for me. I don't care. I love talking about whatever comes up, and I will gladly, <laughs> whether, you know, for me, some recurring stuff are like board games, Disneyland. Lego has come up a couple times, actually. Um, but uh, going back to, I mean, something may be a little more obvious. You know, obviously, you know, you both mentioned you're into video games. What have you been playing lately? Uh, well, we uh, we both actually uh, just played through Psychonauts two. Um, so before that, yes, yes, uh, we were both huge Psychonauts one fans. Um, so before that, we we uh, took a minute to replay that, and then we both played Rhombus of Ruin so that we could play Psychonauts two, and it is phenomenal. I, what I, is um, Rhombus of Ruin? Is that a, oh, like a midquel or? Yes, yeah, it was a it was a twenty seventeen game i want to say for um for vr actually oh okay um yeah and i i totally missed it when it came out um because well, i didn't have a vr set in 2017 but i do now oh we got a index index thank you <laughs> i don't even know what that is i'm i'm a, I'm it's a grandpa the Steam it, one. <laughs> it's the oh, okay. index. 
God, yeah. it's the same one. Yeah, it's our it's our first VR set. Not it's man, tech, VR has gotten a lot better since the last time I tried it. Which was like at a convention in like 2012 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Last time I tried VR was like a really early Oculus model. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, this will probably be good in 15 years. And it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh no, I have not played two. I played one ages ago on PS2 back oh, in the yeah. day. Oh, yeah. And it was great. Um, but yeah, I, sh- I should check out two. Um, yeah, I now, love one, but two mm-hmm. does everything one did way better. Yeah, it's like Ooh. it's like the the exactly what you want in a sequel. One is I That's... love the writing. I mean, everybody loves the writing, yeah, and I I love the visuals. The controls in one are kind of like eh, not its yeah. strongest, not its strong point, <laughs> but two feels a lot better to play, yeah. and I think that's the big differentiator. Promise of Ruin was really interesting, and you and you pointed this out because you played it first. Um, but I'm gonna say what you said because I liked it. Okay. Um, it's really interesting. It's uh one of the one of the I guess the only VR game that I've played where like you are you are just interacting with stuff by looking at it. Ooh, okay. Because, because of course, you're a psychic, and so everything you do is brain power based. Yeah. And okay. so you you look around and you and you press buttons, but the controllers are just in your hands. Yeah, and, but like moving stuff is is done by moving your head and looking somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. It's it's very Ooh. interesting. Okay, so it feels very, I guess, even more immersive than say the average VR game in that respect. I think so. I'm I'm pretty new to VR. I haven't played a whole lot, so I'm always uh. I'm always interested in, in, you know, something that's not necessarily just a, a first person uh, yeah. mess, mess with your hands kind of game. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the problem with VR for me is I got a big ass head. And I got, big, <laughs> I got, I got big glasses, big wide glasses. So I have not yet found uh, a set because I have I've tried it at friends places that will fit my goddamn glasses. <laughs> That's my one. I'm waiting for that. That update where okay, big ass head update. Uh every glasses pair will work. Um I mean, I enjoy VR when I do, but it's like I would love to be able to see. That'd yeah, like, it, it works cool. a lot better when you can see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's a that's a nice part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Um but then oh, go Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say some of the other stuff we've been playing, but if we're still talking yeah, about yeah. Psychonauts, I'm totally done for that. Oh, no, no, absolutely. What else have you been playing? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's it's the spooky month, so uh, we have, we've started back up uh, Eternal Darkness, which I bought like while we were in college, and I was like, oh, I played this game when I was a kid and couldn't finish it. I can't wait to play it again. And then it sat on a shelf for 10 years. It sure did. <laughs> but we, we've been playing that again. Finally cracked that open yeah. on, the, on the GameCube, you know. I guess the Wii, but still, you know, old consoles week. Nice. Um, I have not played that one, but I've heard great things. Uh, oh, I it's, know, it's a delight. Yeah, <laughs> I know about, like, the sort of tricks it does yeah. just from, you know, reputation, but yeah, I, I should definitely check it out. I had to buy a GameCube semi-recently uh, because um, I have, like, I have a Let's Play channel, and we, I was like, oh, fuck. Because I used to use uh, somebody else's GameCube, and I was like, "Do you have you know the Game Boy Player?" <laughs> oh yeah, yes. yeah, the yeah. little the thing you'd stick on the bottom of it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, I, I don't have access to that anymore." So I, you know, I have a, I still have my Wii, and that's how I was playing any GameCube games. But now I uh, own an, uh, another GameCube, a GameCube. <laughs> had to buy the Game Boy Player again. 
I mean, it was worth it because it is it is nice playing the game, like Game Boy Advance games on a TV, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that, that uh, really is the only reason to have, to have a GameCube if you have a Wii is that's so that exactly. you can use the Game Boy adapter. Yeah, and it's cute. You know, it is, it is very right. cute. I like seeing it on the shelf. But I absolutely did sell it as soon as the Wii came out. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, it, it, it is kind of nice to have it had to have it again in my life. Um, any other games? Uh, I just started Sakuna, uh, which is on the Switch. I don't know what else it's on, um, but it's uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's it's a it's a kind of I almost want to compare it to Stardew Valley just because it's okay. half farming and half combat. And that's Sakuna really the of only rice thing. It, ruin? Yes, that's really okay. the only thing it has in common with it. But for whatever reason, that's that's the first comparison my brain wanted to try to uh, draw. Mm, okay, it looks cute. Yeah, it's um, uh, you are you are a a uh, some kind of a god who is powered by rice farming, and uh, the nicer your rice is, uh, the more powerful you become as a person, mm. spiritually and physically. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks, this looks fun. Um, I loved Stardew. I, I, um, I did everything. I hundred percented it. Have you played Eastward then? Because I've heard really good things about that. Which game? Sorry? Eastward. Eastward. I have not heard of this. I think it's, it is somehow, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm really good at starting a conversation that I don't know enough about to continue. Uh, but I know that it's either, it's either from Chucklefish or it's from the, Lead from Stardew Valley. I'm uh, not looks sure like how it, published it's by somehow Chucklefish. associated with that studio. Yeah, published by Chucklefish, developed by Pixpill. Yes, like. and mm. and that one I I just heard very good things about it, but I haven't tried it yet. There's like 40 games that just came out. Yeah, I keep like there's all of these games that come out, and I want to play them so bad, and then I'm like, you know what I want to do? I want to go back and replay a game from my childhood for the fourth time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I'll just do that 20 times in a row. So why don't we dive into that? I guess just very just you know top top let's say top three games all time all time favorite. Okay, for me, until Breath of the Wild came out, I would say Wind Waker is my favorite game of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, I have not gone back to replay Wind Waker since Breath of the Wild came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I don't, I don't have, um, uh, I don't feel comfortable quite quantifying this, but I think I like Breath of the Wild more than I like Wind Waker. Okay. Okay. So those are tied for number one. Yeah. <laughs> so I get two more, right? <laughs> yes. You, you know, how about your top 30? Want to just do okay. top 30? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let me, let's see. We can go through Pokemon games in alphabetical order, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, uh. Second place goes to a cross between Metal Gear Solid 3 and Metal Gear Solid 5. Mm, okay. <laughs> and then third place, hmm. Oh man, there's so many games that could fill that spot. Maybe just the concept of Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you have a favorite specific game think, in the. In I the think series? the game that had the most features. Um, because you know they'll they'll always add stuff and they'll always take it away in every generation. Sure. I think the game that had like the most features that I liked might have been Heart Gold Soul Silver. Yeah, that's my favorite too. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I adored Crystal. So like I, I put maybe two hundred plus hours just beating the Elite Four over and over again, just 
<laughs> just just making all my Pokemon level 100. Um, so Soul Silver was like, whoa, you know, that yeah, it's that it's again. everything I yeah, it was like me too. It, it, gold came out in a very uh, formative time for me. And was probably the one I put the most time into. So having a remake of that, where my my Pokemon is falling behind me, was uh, yeah exceptional. Uh, how about you, Norin? Uh, well, she's allowed to do this. I'm going to do this too. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean for my top spot, I'm going to make it a tie between uh, Half Life Two and Half Life Alex. Oh. Um, mm. So Half Life Alex is the is the VR one. The most I think it's the most recent thing that they put out. Uh, yeah, no uh, kidding. Yeah. And I had I had tried some other VR games before that, but that was the first one that like really really clicked with me. Um, so I, that that's got a special place in my heart. And then Half Life Two, um, and the whole Half Life series in general was one of the first um, computer games that I played. So it, mm. again, has a kind of a special place in my heart. Um, and then from there, uh, I mean, there's just a bunch of like weird, obscure games from my childhood that, that I like, but I don't know if I would call them my favorite, like stuff like, like Robert, uh, Rocket Robot on Wheels. Like the, mm. yeah, what? It's, it's just making what? this face like, what are you talking about? Is it's that, like that N64? Yes, it is. Yes, yes. I haven't played it, but I know of it. <laughs> Yeah, stuff that I would just play over and over as a kid. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's hard for me to pick. I think Psychonauts 2 is probably up there on that list. That's my game of the year so far. Yeah, mm. yeah. So would you say that's the top three right there? Rocket, Rocket that's, Robot Wheels is number two? <laughs> I thought at this very instant in time. I don't, I don't think I would put Rocket in my top three, but if, if I have to stop and think, it, we're just going to be year. sitting here. Yeah, we're going to be sitting here in silence for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Nobody <laughs> wants that. So yeah, let's go with that. Uh, if I, I'm actually, because I know my first top two, but my third is actually what are they? hard. Um, Paper Mario, the first oh, one. Oh, good choice. Um, yes. Uh, and a lot of people get surprised, like, really, not Thousand Year Door? And I'm like, I love Thousand Year Door, but that first one, I don't know. There's, it's the one I, I mean, also, yeah, grew the first up one with. is really good. I, and I it's think I'm really in the same, good. Yeah, I think I think I feel the same way as you. I played Paper Mario like around when it came out, and I didn't play Thousand Year Door until years later. So I, I feel similarly. I played Thousand Year Door when it came out, but I think, and I, I think Thousand Year Door is fantastic. You know, phenomenal game. Um, Absolutely. And, and, and they never made any more after that. Um, and <laughs> the they, end. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's too bad they never made more than two Paper Mario games. Oh but, yeah, well, you know, um, why ruin a good thing? Gotta go out strong. Exactly. Okay. To be fair, I've have heard that Origami King is like good, but I'm like, it's not. It's not what I it's want. Not, it's not what I'm looking it's, for. It's not what I want. Yeah. Um. I think Thousand Year Door though has there are stretches of it that are intentionally tedious, and I don't like that. <laughs> Like, uh, th those of you who have played the game know what I'm talking about. Like, it's intentionally, like, like a lot of backtracking. Yeah. Um, whereas the first one, while I think 2 has a very strong script, it's very funny and very, mem you know, 1 is just classic adventure. I just, I think, fully enjoyable throughout. Tons of fun locations and bosses and enemies. Like, it's just like, it may not have as much pizzazz and personality maybe although i still think it's very very fun and charming and clever absolutely um yeah. but it's just like no n almost like no filler i think it, it, i don't know that's what i love about it so that's a good that's point that's probably my number one and two would probably be not probably it's bioshock the original bioshock i love pieces um just in terms of 
atmosphere, voice acting, gameplay, all all of it. I just I just love that game so much. Um, three, that's tricky and you know i don't know nobody can can think of a third game there have only ever been two games (laughs) because it used to be like because i get asked you know you always get asked what's your favorite game so it's like oh it was always between paper mario and bioshock but then it's like your top three it's like oh fuck uh i that opens things up so much you know if you if you're gonna put rocket robot on wheels on (laughs) yours I'm gonna put That's Mario got a Party. That's a big asterisk next to it. No, it doesn't. That's set in stone forever now. Okay. I'm gonna put Mario Party Two. <laughs> it's oh, my yes, good choice. I, I love Mario Party Two to death. It is. That's probably the best one. It's the best. And I, I mean, and I like look, Mario Party a lot. Yeah, I mean, look at Superstars, right? They just they just took like most of Mario Party Two and they're just doing it again, right? So, um, give I the just, people what they want. It's a Mario great Party Two game. Uh, Pokemon's up there, of course. Um, Soul Silver, although I I play all of them. Um, I mean, God, if we're just going into games that I love, like you know, I love the especially the originals, the Ace Attorney, Ace Attorney games are. Oh yes, of course. You know, wonderful. Um, God, oh God, now we're just gonna talk about games that we like. And that'll be. <laughs> um. Because I've said this before on the podcast before, but I've I've slowed down in video games quite a bit. Like uh, board games have taken over a lot of my time, uh, and I have. Okay, moved... what is your what is your favorite board game? I gotta know. Uh, Marvel Legendary. Have you heard of it? No, I feel like you're probably on a much higher board game level than we are. Mm, no, I mean maybe more in terms of experience, but not necessarily level. Well, like what do you? Before, uh, real quick, Marvel Legendary, uh, and I'm not I'm not actually a big Marvel fan, but I love the game. is essentially a cooperative deck building game. Are you familiar with the deck building genre? Oh sure, sure. Like a Dominion, um, not yeah, like yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a team based one, and it's phenomenal. Just like you're doing combos, you're it's a really great teamwork game. Uh, I introduce it to people who have no interest in Marvel and they get really into it. I mean, it has other, there's like, there's legendary alien, like based off the alien movies, there's other flavors of it, but the original one is Marvel. Um, but well, I guess what board games are, are you guys into? Oh, well, we've got a, we've got a couple. I think, um, it's, it's been a while since we've, we've had a, a good board game night. What with, uh, well, we just did, you know, the situation. Yes, yeah, we, we, we did just, just do. we just had a board game night for the first time in, in, you know, a year and a half, yeah. uh, and we were playing Evolution. Oh, Evolution's is, uh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Um, I'm a big fan of Wingspan, and I have Wingspan's yet to be great. able to procure a copy for myself. Ah, that's too bad. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous components in that. Game. I I love it, and of course, it's it's got pretty pictures of birds on it. Yes, so I like always that. positive. Um, um, I I love I love games that just have really nice pieces. Oh yeah, um, we had yeah. a we had a friend over, uh, a couple friends over to play Scythe a couple weeks ago too. Mm, Scythe is good. Yeah. Um, oh, what are you talking about? I'm on a higher level. You you played you played Scythe. Scythe is <laughs> it's a that's a heavy game. You know that's that's a, a, that's a big com- complicated one with we pieces did, and stuff. We didn't win. Uh, no, no, we did not. <laughs> we did win. not come close to winning. <laughs> But it was fun, and I. But definitely the played it, and I and I even understood the rules this time, which I didn't the first After time. After the I first couple it, of rounds, you know. Uh, I have I have board game nights pretty often, and I have to divide 
like there's like two tiers and there's like regular people and then there's like <laughs> people who have the patience to play anything you know like because it's like you, you can't pull out something like let's say scythe to, and, and yeah that's everybody you know most people be like i don't why why are you making me do this i don't want to do this uh, the way the way scythe was introduced to me was okay we're gonna play scythe on saturday here's a 25 minute video you need <laughs> yep. to watch first yeah um Although, funnily enough, you have to do homework. Yeah. yeah. Funnily enough, my sweet spot is actually—I don't know if you're familiar with Board Game Geek, but um, uh, if you're not, it's a great website for if you want to like start getting really into the hobby. Uh, <laughs> but um, you because because what's great about it is you can literally search any board game, and it'll pull up uh com complexity level, time estimated it takes to play it, a whole bunch of information, uh, and that complexity level is like the most important thing on that website the information it gives because it's like a metric it's like an average of all the different ratings people give it so it's like if it's a two to three game that's my sweet spot because that i'm like i think anyone can actually play two to three even if it's a little bit complicated it's not that bad one to is two that a, is that a numer it's like one through five yeah one through five yeah um, so one is one is extremely complicated or five is extremely uh, five complicated. five is extremely complicated um, okay one to two is like party games any party games fall into there Two to three right. is like, um, what would be? I mean, Marvel Legendary is in that camp. Like, I can teach that pretty much to anyone. Uh, excuse me, like the basic rules, and you can get get a grasp of it. Three to four is when it gets a little heavier, right? Wingspan. That's like your wingspan, right? Maybe a little more complicated. And that gotcha. that's like, yeah, some people can. Some people have will bow out at that point. Four and up, even for me. I mean, I I can do it, but it's like. <sighs> did, did it did your game need to be this complex uh, the game has to be <laughs> why do really i have to learn good. a whole economic system for this yeah like um i recently played a game called um kanban uh which is i don't know if you've heard of it but it is a you it's an automobile manufacturing game um Interesting. which i like the theme and it's actually a good game i i, I guess by the time this has come out Maybe I've done a review of it already, but uh, it's <laughs> extremely dense, though. Like, it, it's like, I think it took maybe an hour and a half to understand <laughs> what we were doing. Oh, jeez. Uh, and that, you know, setting up, reading through the rule book twice. Uh, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I, I had a friend who I had never played, like, a heavy game with yet. Uh, but they were down. They were like, yeah, whatever. And I was like, after we went through that experience, I was like, you have, you have, you are on the upper tier. You, you have, you, have, you have earned your structure. It. it was like going through a war. It was like, you survived this and had a good time. Uh, that means I know you can play anything. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, my son. Um, like for, cause generally, even if a game is super complex and it takes like two hours, it's usually fun. Uh, once you're yeah. actually playing it, and it's not actually that hard to play. It just requires a lot of, okay, wait, what is this? What is this? Okay, <laughs> mashing it together yeah, in your I brain, and then once you've got the stew That's kind going, of the hard part, right? Yeah. It's like, to, to maintain this as a hobby, you need to simultaneously be, like, buying expensive stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and also spending a bunch of time up front learning how to play it. 
And then either that's what you're playing for the next six months or it's going back on the shelf and I need to put another six hours into playing it next time. Right. I think my problem is that like I can read the instructions and read through and like kind of get a feel for it, but I really don't pick it up until I am playing it. Yeah. And I feel like that is not a good fit for those like super complex ones. Mm, I think that's, pre that's pretty normal though. I think um, I don't usually fully get a super complex game until I've done like a turn or two. Like... A lot of stuff really clicks when you're actually like, oh, I see. If I this step leads to this step because it does this, okay. And once you're seeing, it's like then you're in it. Yeah, it's like you know me. If I manually like described a Lego set to you brick by brick, you'd be like, what? And then you see, you're like, oh, okay. I I see what you're, uh, what you what do you mean? Um, it's it's it, it's. Now we're going back to Legos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all cyclical. This was all my plan. I was like, okay, so uh, cyclical. Yeah. Um, now, I would like to give both of you the opportunity, if you'd like, uh, is there a question you would like to ask or a topic you would like to bring up? Uh, and if not, we'll just talk about Lego or whatever, but, uh, I, it, for either, for both of you, uh, I'll ask each one of you in turn. Do you either of you have one? I, I do have one. What's up? I do have one. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I have heard through the grapevine that you are very good at anime recommendations. Yes. Um. Uh, I'm a, a big autumn guy, and it's it's big autumn right now. You got any <laughs> any good autumn feel animes? Anything like that? That's very interesting. Um, I'm gonna first just and they're like really again. I'm like I don't care. Listeners, shut up. Um, have I? <laughs> I want to know about the autumn animes. I don't care what anybody else thinks. Have I spoken to you the good word about Chihaya Furu? Do you know what that is? No, I have no idea what that is. Okay, I'm gonna put it in the chat. My favorite anime of all time, and, oh boy. I, and I promise it's not just because <laughs> it's my favorite anime, um, but I'll say it. So Chihaya Furu is, the listeners are like, here we go again. Um, it is a game about Karuta, which is a poetry card game, um, and it's this is going to sound very boring, I promise you it's really good. Um, no, I'm enthralled. We're basically, I'm immediately hooked. Basically, long story short, there are these poetry cards in front of you and your opponent. And a reader will read a verse, and then you have to hit the card with the verse, matching verse, before your opponent. It's like a reflex game, sport, basically. It's a really obscure, it's a really obscure game in Japan, even. Um, and the show is just about uh, this girl who, you know, makes friends through this community of learning this, or, or she, like, loves this game and, you know, and just wanting to get better at this game. Um, and it's amazing like it's it's <laughs> something where everyone i recommended it to loved it it's never flopped like it sounds like what like poetry is that gonna be like super inaccessible like i don't get what's going on no it's the the, the show assumes you don't know what this game is because a lot of japanese people are, that's good a lot of Jap yeah, yeah a lot of japanese people good. are like what like i don't oh i oh that's that one game i don't actually i've never actually played it like what is it um and it's and it's enthralling because once you do get how it's played, it's genuinely like engrossing and exciting. But also the characters are so sweet. Now, I the reason why um, I said autumn. Let me just show you a picture like of what I'm thinking of. Uh, one of the sort of themes of the show is uh, uh, it's the Chihaya card because it, it it's uh, always visualized as red. The main character's name is Chihaya. Um, and there's a card in the game that has her name in the verses, and so, 
it all the show has this beautiful imagery where it'll, whenever Chihaya is kind of like here's a here's a like look at that look at that autumn ass oh yeah look at that oh, yeah that's it. yeah like there got it, it in one there it is yeah I basically for those of you listening I just linked just just search Chihaya Furu autumn in Google images and it's the first <laughs> image she's like looking at a deer. Uh, and it's just and surrounded, <laughs> look at it surrounded by red leaves. Like the show has such rich imagery of, uh, including a lot of beautiful red leaves in autumn. So that's why I was like, haha, it's uh, a great anime, but also it does spring up as a good choice. Um, I'm gonna give this one a look. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I I highly highly recommend it. Um, like I, it's fantastic. Um. I'm trying to think of like oh, another one offhand. Autumn. That's because like summer is easy. I'm sorry. Summer is easy. <laughs> I didn't easy. mean to stump you. <laughs> summer is easy. Spring is easy. Excuse me. Um. Hmm. Does this one have autumn? I think it might. Let's see. Because I think it goes through like all the seasons. Um. And I'll just mention it as well while just because it's a great show. Um. <laughs> you ever heard of Silver Spoon? No. I don't think I have. Um, it's by. Uh, you, are you familiar or have seen or read Full Metal Alchemist? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, what version? Both of. Yeah. So you've seen you've seen all all the Full Metal Alchemists basically. We we've seen all so the Full Metal Alchemist and all of Brotherhood and. Yes, I've read I, the manga. Yeah, you read the manga. I can't remember if I read the manga. Uh, same mangaka. Uh, Silver Spoon is a slice of life farming manga slash anime. Um, oh. where the main boy, uh, he's from the city, and he decides, you know what? I'm sick of like sick of like the demands of, uh, the city schools. I'm gonna enroll in a farm school on a whim. <laughs> and uh, Hiromu Arakawa, the mangaka, grew up uh in a fa- on a farm, so she is extremely oh, cool. knowledgeable about farm life and what you know all the nitty gritty. So it's him like just learning about how farms work and you know he's surrounded by all these kids all the kids there are farm kids who like specialize in different you know like one person is really into like you know equestrian like you know raising horses one person is you know uh into dairy like you making cheese another person you know and it just goes into like how farms work uh which again (laughs) to the uh, might sound boring but it's really charming really wholesome and really you get really invested uh, in in the character. It's like a really great coming of age story as well, because uh, the main character just doesn't know what he wants to do, and he's like very disillusioned. And, Relatable, yeah. And, 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 and it's just him, like you know, falling in love with something he never expected to, you know, ever care about. Um, and this, yeah, it, it looks very cute. The first I went to Google image search, and the first search I found is just. Uh, the, uh, who I assume is the main character, maybe the not. Glasses just boy. hugging a pig. Yeah, yeah just yeah. hugging a piglet, and I'm I'm already into it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that picture is cute, huh? Hmm. Uh. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I hope I hope they don't ever go into what happens to animals on a farm. Um. Uh-oh. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's but it's a great great show uh manga is fantastic too um i if you like awesome so and the reason why i bring up that for autumn hey this counts there's a picture with autumn leaves um no i'm gonna i'm gonna 
give you. I mean, autumn's not just the season; it's it's the feeling that it's it gives you, and nature's mind. a big part of that. I think why this one comes to mind for me is because it goes through the seasons, so oh, it, yeah. it's like the winter section feels very winter. The autumn feel like you know it it goes through a whole school year, which a lot of other anime doesn't really do. They kind of stick to like you know spring, right? You don't really ever get right. a sense of like oh man the the changing seasons, but um, this really gives you that full sense it'll also make you really hungry oh god it makes okay so we can watch we can watch the first quarter of it now and then we'll wait three months until yeah, it's winter and exactly we'll watch the next quarter uh, okay. okay okay um this was also the show like i mean because the food stuff is so good it got me to eat um are you familiar with um uh tamago kake gohan Do you know what that is no. no um it is basically you take rice uh like hot Hot pipe and rice, you just crack a raw... I'm following you so far. Crack a raw egg into it, pour some soy sauce, mix it, you just mix it up and eat it. Um, that sounds great. That sounds incredible. It's <laughs> delicious. Like, they... it was Awesome. I didn't know that was a thing until this show, uh, and now it, I, it's I, it's amazing. Like, and people listening, like, oh, what about salmonella? It's like, uh, yeah. Eh. You know, people eat cookie dough, right? I mean, mm. I've, I've had Tamago Kake Gohan... Many times, and I've never gotten sick. Um, but in Japan, actually, their their egg their um, the safety precautions for eggs are so high that it's actually perfectly safe in Japan. Like there, you can just grab an egg and not worry about it at all. But just just go to town on yeah. it. But what's nice about tamago kake gohan is like if it's hot rice, it kind of cooks the egg a little bit too. You know, so oh yeah, so it's like yeah, you, can, you, gotta, you just grab hot rice from like the rice cooker. Crack the egg in, pour the sauce, just mix it all together, and it, it kind of cooks a little bit, but it's, it's fucking delicious. Maybe put, you know, put some green onions or other things in that as well. <laughs> Sounds really good. Um, but yeah, so that's another one. I would say those. And I like that because we have everything we would need for it. You could literally, <laughs> right after this, try it. I'll be right back. And it's, I, I mean, let me know if you like it, because it's, I, I was like, ooh, it's, it's good. If do you have like. I mean, any like seasonings like furikake or anything like that? That's also oh, good. Oh yeah, I, I put that on. Everything. Oh shit! Okay, so after this, <laughs> if you if you if you want a little snack, just grab it. Rice, uh, soy sauce, egg, mix it all up. Sprinkle some furikake on there. Maybe you know whatever what else you want, and it's it's you'd be like, oh my god. That, that you may have just described our dinner. <laughs> uh, let me know how, it, how if you do eat it, I want, I do want to know if, Sounds if nice you like it. Too. Yeah, really. Oh, it's perfect if you're like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to crack an egg <laughs> and eat now. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I absolutely, at least once a week, come home from work and just, I don't want to do anything. I want food to fall into my mouth. Yes. Uh, and that sounds like the right recipe for that. It is perfect for that. Um, Everyone also I know who watched the show was like, yeah, I tried it too, and it was great. Like they're like, I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta have it. Um, now that's great. I t- I I love I love finding anime or or whatever just about a subject I have what I believe to be no interest in or or no knowledge of. Yeah, and you just learn so much. Yeah, uh, one that's not autumn, but in the similar vein. Have you heard of Shirabako? No. Uh, no. Another great one. If you just want to like learn about something, it is about it's an anime about making anime. Um, oh. But what's what's really great about it is it is not a um, what do you call it? Like idealized version of it. It is a harsh, <laughs> realistic view 
of how how hard it is to make anime. Like I have a lot of friends in animation, and they're like, "Oh, this show, it's really great, but it hits it hits too close to home." They're like, they're uh, like oh. "What was it?" Uh, Shir- I'll put it in the chat. Shirobako. Um, I I might have actually heard of this. It's fantastic. I haven't seen it. What's great about it is how the show starts is like these high school girls. It's like I think four or five of them in a club that they make their first anime, and they're like. Oh man, we're gonna make anime. And we're gonna follow our dreams, and we're gonna do it oh. together. And smash cut. Isn't that yeah, nice? Yeah, smash cut like five years later, and it's like one of them like in her car, like exhausted, like be like, "Fuck my, uh. fuck my life." Like she's like a producer, like, uh, <laughs> and it's it's a it's, it's almost I I describe it as almost like a documentary. It's like it it goes into all the nitty gritty about every step of anime, like how anime is made. Like one of them, one That's of them really is an cool. aspiring voice actor, which really hit for the animation folks. That hits hard for them. <laughs> that hit hard for me. Uh, like you know, her struggles, like getting into the industry and uh, that sort of thing. I was like, oh, oh, I feel for you, my child. Um, it's it's very similar. Uh, so what I really like about it is it could have very easily been like animes making animes so easy and fun and anyone can do it. No, it's like. No, <laughs> it's extremely no. grueling and making stuff is hard and almost like they're barely keeping it together and deadlines and it's, you know, so, uh, but still, still inspiring. Like, uh, it, it's, 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 it recently got a movie, which I was fortunate enough to get to see it in theaters. Uh, so yeah, like that's another great show, Shirobako, if you want to like, just learn about and and also has great characters. All three of these shows I recommended have really great characters on top of interesting subject material and great, you know, character arcs and themes and stuff like that. So that's good. I think I think that's what tends to pull me in. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah, I'm glad to hear absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for for uh, figuring out our watch list for the next uh, yeah. however long. Oh yeah, and if you do watch any of these, let me know what you think. I I love hearing how people react to. Oh, will do. These shows. Will do. Um, now, Katie, did you have a question or topic that you wanted to bring up? I, uh, 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 (laughs) no pressure. If not, don't worry uh, about it. (laughs) Just all the thoughts left my head. (laughs) Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to have to say pass. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. (laughs) Um, so I guess to sort of, as we're not wrapping up just yet, but kind of landing the plane here. Um, now that I've, you know, word vomited a lot of recommendations to you, um, is there anything that either of you would like to recommend? It doesn't have to be a show. It could be a show. Just anything in general, you know, something that maybe you've experienced lately, uh, that you're like, and not just to me, but to the listeners as well. Like this was a cool thing or experience or something. Uh, and you guys should check it out. Do either of you have anything like that? Huh. I mean, I can I can give some recommendations on stuff we've played or watched lately. Yeah, you you've probably already seen it. I, I think uh, Odd Taxi was the most recent anime mm. that we watched. I oh, love yeah, that. That was great. I am so I've been watching that with a group, and we we've been doing a thing where we watch. Uh, each of us brought like a show, like so it's like six shows in the lineup. We watch an episode a week. Uh, so I have two so episodes. It's like an anime book club. It's essentially yeah. We it's our own tsunami block essentially. Yeah. And, oh, I love that. And, okay. And uh, yeah, we we meet every like every Tuesday and we watch an episode of each. So I have two episodes left, and 
oh god the the one we just watched yesterday was so good i'm oh man every yeah it just keeps ramping up it just keeps going i'm like can i just i just want to watch it on my own and my friends like (laughs) my friend is like i will kill you (laughs) it's like you like no like you have to you have to stick together we have to watch it together Ah, oh, but it's we're all in this together. It's yeah, that's a, a phenomenal uh, show so far, and I I am really excited to see how it ends. Um, for those of you listening who are curious, uh, the current block is uh, uh, Michiko and Hachin, which I I'm seeing for the first time. Uh, Usagi Drop. Have either of you seen that one? Nope. No. Uh, that one's great. Don't read the manga, but the anime is great. Uh, <laughs> trust me. Don't look it up. Just uh, <laughs> uh, Usagi Drop is essentially uh, an anime about uh, uh, just he's like this uh, 30s guy who finds out he has this like uh, relative who's like a little kid and like, oh, I'm going to raise this kid. And it's just about, you know, be, trying, trying to learn to become a dad. It's extremely wholesome. Um, Deno Coil is the third one psychopaths odd taxi and then love live school idol project season two that's the current lineup in our uh so is this so is this you watch an episode of each a day so and and that's like if one so the i can't even figure out how to ask the question that just seems like so much we watch one One episode episode of each each day every day every week so it's like okay it's tuesday night we're gonna watch these six, and it's we one of each show. Uh, gotcha. So we watch Beachco, then we watch Usagi, then we watch Deno Coil, and so we're kind of experiencing all the shows week by week, um, which is which has been a unique experience for me because I'm the type of person who tends to binge, like just like watch a show. Yeah. You know, I always wait till anime is done and then just watch it all like in maybe like a couple sittings. Um, while a lot of people, you know who are watching anime like weekly, you know, they're used to like waiting a week for the next episode. I hate that. Well, I used to hate that. I'm with you, but it's been interesting in that it does make the experience different in a, in a, in a good way. Cause like, if there's a cliffhanger, you're like, fuck, like you are, you have to just wait. You just have to wait. It's especially hard with the show. Like odd taxi. You're like, I, (laughs) (sighs) yeah. So it does make the experience different in a cool way um so yeah that's been sort of the the blog odd taxi yeah i uh really like that one anything else i'm gonna recommend and this is not an anime um but it is animated uh dog island dog island what is Dog Island, which is, I think, a Leica Studios production? Mm. You mean Isle of Dogs? Did I say it? Oh, wait. Isle of Dogs? <laughs> okay. Is that what it's called? Yes. Are you talking about the Wes, the Wes movie Anderson whose title movie? I don't remember. Uh, the what? Are you talking about the Wes Anderson film? Is it Wes Anderson? I, I, I don't know a whole lot about. Uh, I'm like 99% sure you're talking about Isle of Dogs. I'm pretty sure I'm talking about Isle of Dogs. It's the, it's the, the Leica Studios one, right? Uh, I don't think Isle it's Leica. Um, if it's if it's Isle of Dogs, um, unless is it this? Unless did they was yeah. there like the bargain bin like you know how they have like <laughs> up, the grandma tricker yeah, up and then uh uh, uh toward to the sky or whatever you know the <laughs> the TV knockoff um 
No, I did look it up, and it is the Wes Anderson one. Okay, okay. Uh, so I'm going to recommend Do- I Love Dogs and then whatever the Grandma Tricker version is. Whatever Dog Island is. <laughs> whatever Dog Island is. Dog please I- just have two TVs, watch them simultaneously. Dog Island is apparently a, a city, an island in near in Florida. Um, there are no stores, restaurants, or public restrooms on Dog Island. Uh, it, okay, It is, it is less than one mile in its, at its widest. It is just a wilderness preserve called Dog Island. Uh, oh, actually, that sounds really nice. So, yeah. I'm going to recommend going to Dog Island and watching Isle yeah, of Dogs. Yeah, watch, yeah found... bring a laptop or something and watch Dog yeah. <laughs> Isle of Dogs on there. I've also found the Dog Island Wii game, which is described as an adorable quest. So that sounds fine, too. So go to Dog Island, bring your laptop, bring your, bring Wii. your Wii, play Dog Island, watch Isle of Dogs. That's the perfect trifecta experience. If you didn't watch it like that, you're not a true Isle it's of so Dogs It's so immersive. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. It is a game. I was like, I've heard, I have heard the name Dog Island before. I, that that must have been because what I was when thinking when you said of. it, I was like, oh, is that like an indie game or something? Like I haven't heard of Dog <laughs> Island. Uh, um, Isle of Dogs is great. I do. I I really like that movie. Um, I have not experienced the game yet though, or the island itself. So I'm. Oh oh, you gotta! It's great this time of year. Yeah, I'm one out I of three, so. but I'll try to make. I'll try to fix that soon and go to go to Dog Island. <laughs> It makes it. Make, it reminds me of those. Um, oh, what's the name of this actual island? But you know, in Japan, they have like the islands where it's just cats everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Aoshima. Aoshima. Oh, there's one. Oh, there's like another one too. But Aoshima is very famous for the feline population, where it outnumbers humans of a ratio of like ten to one or something like that. It's like yes, it's just yeah, cats I've heard of that. Everywhere. I mean, that's uh, that's paradise right there. <laughs> Sounds nice. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, we're at an hour. I mean, we, uh, a lot of, we, we covered a lot of subjects, uh, a lot of, um, uh, could have talked about Legos the whole time, but yeah, I guess we could talk about other things too. Um, I'll be thinking about Legos for the rest of the night. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. just know in your heart that I'm thinking about Legos Good. right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, otherwise, uh, where can people find you both? Uh, why don't we start with you, Katie? Uh, sure. Well, if you want to look at uh, my webcomic, it's at awkwardzombie.com. Uh, it's just spelled awkward zombie. Uh, and then if you want to uh, see some cat pictures from me or listen about listen to me about the birds I saw the other day, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Katie Tietrich. K-A-T-I-E-T-I-E-D-R-I-C-H. And, and uh, I'm also on the Hell website. Uh, <laughs> so I'm on Twitter as Norrin Hester. N-O-R-R-I-N-H-E-S-T-E-R. I'm mostly cat pictures also and <laughs> complaining <laughs> as as a lot of Twitter is. Um, all right. Well, thank you both of you. This was great. I, I, I really enjoyed sitting down to, to chat uh, and uh, yeah, I had a great time. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much for having and, us. Uh, yeah. If you're ever, if you're ever over here, um, Disney, no, Disney, maybe some Disney, Disney, maybe some board games. Disney. All Who right. Knows? Pact. The pact has been the sealed. Pact has been sealed. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.